0: modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech.
1: Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time
0: off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill.
1: Holy cow. I got so many things to say. I got so many things to say. I'm so excited about this episode, Zach.
0: Yeah. You have no idea. This is a big episode. This is a very good episode, by the way. Judy came for a good one.
1: Yeah. Not only is it a big episode, but this is... Listen, man. I feel like I didn't know what I had when I had it. You know what I mean? Carla and Turk... Carla and Turk, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You want to talk about a good relationship on television? And you want to talk about a relationship, especially at the time that we were filming it. I really needed a relationship like that. Granted, I found the woman of my dreams. She lives in the same house as me. She's downstairs right now watching our children. But when I think of Turk and Carla, I'm rem- I, I I think of Carla and you too, Judy, as like an ex of mine, even though it was just work, even though we were working together. It's like, I have so many fond memories and I ruined it. And I and I, I spoiled it by the show going off the air. <laughs> 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 I mean. And then we were no longer together. And I don't see her anymore. So when
0: you see Judy
1: now, do you have the feeling of like- I get the vapors. Like- as yeah. as, as Bismarcky said, I caught the vapors. Oh, my God. When I'm watching Scrubs now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so fine. What was I thinking? What did I do? (laughs) How did I let that go? You know, that's okay. Carla always knew it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) What do I have to do to get this guy to see what he has? Well, He He always, he always, and she always said it, right? Carla always says, like, if only, when is he going to love me the way he loves J.D.? Here's
0: some stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses, and a janitor who love to hate. I said, "He's got stories that we all should know." So gather round to hear our, gather round to hear our scrubs rewatch show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm.
1: So listen for all of you guys who are listening right now. As you probably, yeah, why can, don't
0: you properly introduce your your we your, your, have your TV the show, amazing wife.
1: Is stupendous—the right word? Yeah, stupendous. 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 We fantastic. have fantastic. The fantastic. The legend that is Judy Reyes on Fake Doctors and Real Friends today. We're so excited about it. Well, Give it up. For the
2: incredible introduction. This is where well, we
1: insert thunderous applause. Judy, I'm at later. a loss of words. You have no idea how how excited I am that you
0: are here.
2: I'm excited for you guys. I mean. Excited for the show. You guys got bumped up to two shows a week. I can't even catch up.
0: Well, we've been having fun. We never thought anyone would really listen. We thought it would be maybe our parents. Uh, Donald's mom doesn't even listen. My, my mom. Never, I don't think she's ever listened to, my you mom's know how I know she hasn't fan. listened?
1: You know right. how I know she hasn't listened? This is how I know she what? hasn't listened. Cause I'll be like, mom, and I've already said on the podcast, I don't think my mom ever listens to the show. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, mom, have you listened to the podcast? She's like, yeah, I listen to it all the time. And the way I know that she hasn't, is she hasn't been like, I, she hasn't called me and been like, I listen to your podcast. She has no yeah. idea. Yeah.
2: yeah well, isn't that the story of the show? You know, Yes. It's like, it was like, congratulations, but nobody's watched the show until like 20 years later where now it's like a legend. Right. Like, television folklore where everybody's like, oh my God, you don't understand. I grew up on your show. And then it's like, wow,
1: okay. Right. When you hear that, it's like, well, how come y'all didn't show up in the ratings then? If that's the Well, case. they
0: did in the beginning. I was just looking back. This is back in 2000 when there was no streaming competition and people actually did watch the show. I mean, there were a lot of people watching the show in the beginning, especially, you know, we, we we always joked that we barely survived, that we were always moving around time slots and everything. But this was still, like, at a time when, Joelle, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, like, 11 million people or something were watching these episodes. Yeah, in when we followed...
1: Fra- yeah, when we followed Frasier, we were at 11 or 10 million. But when the season two or three, when we started following Friends... We ju- at one point, we had like 27 million people
0: watching our show. I don't know, but it's just so funny. You never get, no one ever gets numbers like that anymore. But back in 2001, you could have 11 million people watch your TV show. Well, show.
2: because there were only three television networks, right? There was ABC, NBC, CBS, and right. like and a- Fox. And, and Fox, and then Showtime and HBO. Right. So there were only a certain number of shows that you could watch. And now, you know, like we were saying before, people are actually coming to us and texting us and through social media, letting us know that we, particularly in these times, that our Show literally changed their lives and influenced and affected the choices that they made yeah. um, for a living, and that's really, really moving.
0: Yeah, I it's agree. so
1: yeah, you're absolutely right. It feels so warm and fuzzy inside when you, you know, you read your comments and you post a picture of your kids and stuff like that, and they're like, That don't look like Carla.
0: <laughs> yeah, Donald always gets I'm like, harassed. I'm always like, Donald always, gets harassed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that don't look like Carla had them kids. That's why I always I'm always like, wow, that the show hits so hard in so many people that when I post pictures of my family or I post pictures, you know, of uh, us at a holiday, you know, during holiday, the first thing that comes up that don't look like Carla. (laughs) <laughs> we're turkey we're turkey right. i was working
2: when i started working in uh, out of state which is right after uh, scrubs where all shows were being shot like in vancouver or atlanta or in new orleans as well.
0: right. <laughs> so, so judy wait i was going to say Donald, if you don't mind and yeah. um, i judy we, we've been asking everyone that comes on the show, all the cast members, their their audition story, because I think listeners are, are I imagine, interested in that. I hope they're interested in that. But um, maybe, t- I don't really know yours. I know Donald and Sarah's. So I'd love to hear your story about how the, the script initially came to you and what your audition process was like.
2: In New York, you know, I was working, I had done, oh gosh, I don't know. I'd done like this was, must have been like my seventh pilot audition. I've done all, uh, about six pilots before this that never went, that never got picked up. So by the time I got to this one, I was just like, you know, ready for it not to go as well. But it was such a good pilot. Mm-hmm. And, it, and Carla had these two great monologues in the pilot. In the pilot. One yeah. where, where I
0: go off, mm-hmm, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And one where I go off on on Dr. Cox. Um, And I was, you know, I was part of a theater company and I was just so prepared to just nail it and walk out and get a. And I got, you know, you get a free, free flight to L.A. You get to stay in a fancy hotel. But the most important thing was to just like work on it really hard and go out, get out of the room feeling good.
1: Wait, you weren't living in you weren't living in Los Angeles at the
2: no, time. No, no, I was in New York. I okay. was living in New York.
0: Was your first audition at at, at Thirty Rock or something for my Stephen O'Neill? Yeah,
2: my first audition was at, at Thirty Rock, and I did really well. And I, and all I just kept getting was this feedback from my manager, Gene Fox. you're Your manager yes, was
0: yes, yes. Um, um, not at this.
2: Not during time. this, but you-, not, you and
0: not at this time, but yes. But it, yeah, we did have the same manager back in the day, yeah.
2: When we were younger, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. she mo- mostly represented kids. And I yeah. always played really young and earlier in my career. But I remember being really excited to get this flight to LA and staying in a fancy hotel and all this stuff. And uh, and uh, uh, I remember somebody giving me a note to tell like, before you start your, your scene, just take a breath and look at everybody in the room
0: mm.
2: and then start. <laughs> right so i just
0: that's good advice
2: hey i did and i really did and i fell and there were like think uh three other women
0: did you know them anyway
2: i didn't know anybody uh, I, I just remember who was the casting director for that. I knew the ca- casting director because I auditioned him all the time. And and I didn't even know any of the actresses, which was strange because all Latina actresses know each other. And I think I was the only one from L- LA who was flown in. And wow. I felt like I had a really good chance, but I didn't attach myself to anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what scenes did you do? Do you remember what scenes you did from the pilot?
2: All the scenes that Carla had, which was like the one where I go, he hits on me. Mm-hmm. Right. And the one to Dr. Cox. Right. I don't remember any of this stuff.
0: <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, Dalin. I don't remember anything either.
2: I, I watched this episode that we're talking about twice.
0: Yes. Yeah, same here.
2: Cause I remembered, I, what I remember it is like in the first season, I had this one big, big episode with you where, where, where we go to see the to the photography exhibit. That's called my nickname. And I was sure that that's the one we were going to talk about today. Like, wait a minute. We're not doing my nickname.
0: No, no, we, 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 I, one, one, one time, one day, Judy will get more organized and like book people for the, the times they have their big, episode but I think you have a really nice arc in this episode. No I do
2: and that's why I watched it I was like this is really great I'm I'm excited to talk about
0: it. We just wanted to have you on
2: (laughs) but I but I remember um taking that moment and looking at all these people it was like in my head I was like fuck there's a lot of people in here and I looked at all of them I was like no pressure right and they (laughs) just fell out laughing at Bill the loudest and I felt really relaxed and I just they laughed at every single thing I did and I was like I'm fine and uh, I walked to the elevator and before I got to the elevator, the casting and notes. Oh, I, I, I wanted to tell you something. Hold on a second before they call the other girl. And I was like, you're good. I was like, Oh, Oh shit.
0: <laughs> and I was like, like when you like, as you're that, leaving, do you remember if it yours. was Brett or Debbie? One of those Debbie. two. Debbie. Yeah. And she took you aside.
2: She took me aside at the elevator. I was like, amazing. You're really good.
0: And oh. I was like, Oh,
2: I, I wasn't sure what that meant, but I was like, and by the time I got to the airport, I was like, you got it.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow that's so awesome
2: oh my god
1: so on your way back how much did you drink (laughs) (laughs) in celebration
2: (laughs) i was like they they were like do you want a champagne or orange juice or i was like can i have them both in one glass (laughs) (laughs) she's like a mimosa i was like yeah that's it give me one of those (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, you want to know? I was like, yeah, I want another one.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's and amazing. Then, and then so you had to go back to, well, it was just the pilot. So I guess you, you, you weren't planning on moving. You just kind of came out for the pilot then?
2: Came out, for, came out for the pilot. And then, you know, by the time we got picked up, it was okay,
0: like a couple so
1: of months later. Okay, so do you remember Upfront at all?
2: I got, didn't I get hammered at
1: well, Yeah, that's what I'm asking. We all, it, we all did, but that's what I'm asking. Do I you remember,
2: rem- I remember being, um, on a swing. Yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Donald told this story where you were on a, but it was more than a swing, you guys? It, it was like it was a like trapeze a, type it was like thing. A, for some reason, this bar we were in had a trapeze in it, which is really not safe.
2: I want to swing and my, and my, uh, ex-husband had to take me home. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I remember
2: who was the executive tall guy and he, He had a a snot on his nose, and I was like, You got a booger. and you were like and Bill was so impressed I was like you're the only person I know who would tell like uh, the head of a network that he has booger on his nose I was like but wouldn't you wouldn't you want to know that you have booger on your nose
0: I love that on one side of that party Donald's giving Jeff Zucker a noogie on the other side of the party you're telling another executive he has a booger on his nose and Bill had told us all like guys do not get too drunk at this party there's going to be important executives here
2: we got wasted Wasted. Sarah was wasted Wasted. do you remember her
0: That's famous phrase, show? uh Judy at that party? she she walked up you to you ever up. had a cosmopolitan. Uh, <laughs> it
2: so good. I was like, I
0: want to try one. I don't
2: she know, was but...
0: she was walking sideways. I just remember. She, yeah. she, she, she was like on a diagonal.
2: <laughs> I, I told her I was like, I I I like um martinis. You know what my friend Richie Petroselli says about martinis? Martinis are like tits. One's not enough, three's too many. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Want that on a T-shirt, <laughs> right? What was um, your first impression of meeting Donald like? Because you knew he was going to be your your love interest, and then I did you meet him at the table read thing that we did at Bill's house?
2: Did I go to the table read? You, I maybe think because you, t-
0: maybe because you flew in. Maybe because I you flew in. You so
2: there. I didn't go. So where did you meet Donald? I, I on set. I met him on set.
1: That's what I told you this story, dude. Like well, right. I want to hear it from Judy. Okay. I'm
2: sorry that we had that... Uh,
0: makeout scene.
2: We had the makeout scene.
0: Right. And you had smoked cigarettes right before it. Donald's already complained that you were smoking.
2: Yes, and of course, uh, okay.
0: But since then, we've smoked so many cigarettes
1: together. We oh, my gosh. That was but back what day, I do though.
2: remember is that we had that makeout scene, and I was completely... Re- I felt Donald is Donald. You, What you see is what you get. He's the sweetest, um, uh, kindest, relaxed, but very professional guy, right? And I felt very comfortable with Donald and we had this makeout scene and I don't think that I'd ever had uh, a kissing scene like that before where, you know, we're just like making out and I stuck my tongue in his mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah. dude, there are. Th- then went, and then he went and then he went and bragged to everybody. You did that a lot. You- <laughs> and, then, and then Donald started with Judy. Didn't Donald start walking around bragging everyone like, I got tongue.
2: But the first time I did it. The first right. time. Yeah, I-
0: right away. Right, right away. Immediately.
2: But, yeah. the- but he told like the whole fucking
0: <laughs> And then he ruined it for nine years.
2: For the whole time, the rest of it. The
1: rest of No, the- but I should have.
0: Because did- you- I
2: was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. This motherfucker goes, it goes, yo, you stuck your tongue in my mouth. She <laughs> stuck your tongue in my mouth. I, was like, I wasn't supposed to do that. I didn't oh. know. My-
0: <laughs> so Donald, you in one moment, you have this beautiful woman. She's giving you a first um, on-screen kiss.
1: The chance of and a And then you, yep. you
0: blab about it, and then you never got tongue again, did you?
1: Well, no, she did it a couple of times. Hold on now. No, she, I did it. Yeah, you did. i could a liar. You're a liar. I, I, could, I could show you the episode because I remember one show episode we're making <laughs> out, and the girl I was dating at the time was like, well, this is awkward. And it, was, <laughs> and it was like the scene where we're supposed to be making out and it's supposed to be a wet, sloppery kiss and stuff like that. And JD even says something about that, about our, our making out after Well, because
2: it's scripted.
1: Right. But y- you know what Wasn't I did that, wasn't that, it. Girlfriend, like, listen, wasn't that guys girlfriend mature slower than than girls do. It's just that simple. Women mature no faster.
0: Kidding. I just remember thinking like, oh Donald. I would never rat it out. I now. just remember thinking like to Donald, that's now. not gonna I just remember thinking like <laughs> that's not gonna end well, Donald. <laughs>
2: No, it did. It didn't end well immediately. No, but I was really embarrassed about it because it just—it was—it was, it was uh, just instinctual. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> so before Donald, before Donald ruined it, it was a good kiss, I imagine.
2: It was a good kiss. I'm a great kisser.
0: Oh yeah. shit,
1: Donald, you fucked up.
0: I did fuck up. <laughs> I fucked this, up. This I many years up. later,
1: you're still pissed I, about. Listen. It. Like I said, I look back at it now like, what was I thinking,
2: dude? What a dummy. Listen, the whole crew was, was like, what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a moron. It's like that thing in Scrubs where they, where they get the opera singer who goes, "Mister." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, or that Kevin, right. Sorbo, that Kevin Sorbo story. Have you heard that? No.
2: Which one is that one?
1: You know how they put in parentheses the direction that you're supposed to do, and then underneath it usually is the line?
0: Yeah, the parenthetical.
1: Right. And in that it said disappointed, that was like the last thing underneath the line that he has. So like the line was something like, this isn't my world. This isn't my place. And then in that thing, it says says disappointed. So he's supposed to say all of this disappointed. And he... It's trying to figure out a way to muster up the disappointment. Now, this is all folklore. This is all, this can, right. This might not be true. And he's trying to figure out a way to muster it up. And he goes, disappointed!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love those Hollywood stories where you hear something that some actor said, you have no idea if it's true or not, but they're, they're funny to hear. I know one with Christina Ricci, apparently she was... I have no again. I have no idea this is true, but I heard this story that she was getting all this direction. The director was going into all this elaborate stuff, and she looked at him and said, "Look, more happy or more sad?"
3: <laughs>
2: the end of the day, right? Just- Which, when
0: you think about it, is pretty great. Was pretty. Let's just just break it all down. Do you want it right. more happy or do you want it more sad? Right. What
2: you- <laughs> <laughs> That's very Wednesday of her. Yeah,
0: I don't want to hear your elaborate. Your direction is so confusing. Do you want me happier or sadder? <laughs>
2: But at the, end of the day that's like very Carla and Turk, isn't it? It's like, what are you doing? You just yeah. ruined it for the rest of our relationship.
0: Well, you but- were such a you two had such a great relationship on the show. And I think so many people were genuinely invested in you two, which is just such a testament to how how good your chemistry was, and of course how good both of your performances were.
1: But just so so cute, also, like just so like Carla and Turk together was like that's definite relationship goals. For me, like if my relationship is like that, would you know? It, it's so much so that it kind of is like that when you re- when you really think about it. You know, my wife is the boss of this. You know what I mean? Carla was the boss. You know what I mean? All the way up into how she made the guy ask her out. You know what I mean? She got him to the point where he was. She offered sex to him and he declined. You know what I mean? He declined because he was afraid to ruin the relationship because he saw where it was going. You know what I mean? And that's just so...
2: Particularly in this episode where, where Carla fucks up so bad and she goes to Turk where he's exemplary, more that where Carla talks a lot and she uh, she she's just strong, but she she falls apart and she goes to him and she sees what he does. You know, he walks the walk and she just does what he does at the end of the day. You know, and she sees um, she sees how strong um, Turk is as well, and she uh, she goes by his example.
0: Now, Judy, do yeah. you think that you? Um, I mean, I'm sure this has come up for you. I hear it all the time that you, you inspired a lot of people to become nurses. Which must be a pretty incredible thing because I just I when I watch the show, especially now back and, and having some experience in hospitals with, with sick family members, I'm so aware of the power of the nurses and how the m- nurses are running the whole show. And to me, when I rewatch this, Carla was just just the exemplar of, 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 of the most amazing nurse there ever was. And I just wonder what your experience of, of people, men and women coming up to you and saying you may have inspired them to, to go into it.
2: I, I think that's true. Well, I don't know that the case. I think that people who may have been considering a career in medicine, they got that extra push from seeing a character like Carla and Aloma and a show like Scrubs. Right. Do you know what I mean? And the strength of someone like that, and and the the true power of those of those people in that profession. Do you know right. what I mean? Where people find you know the glory in 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 the doctors, for example, that. The, they don't know that you cannot have those doctors without the nurses. I remember um, having that conversation with Bill one time, where he wanted to explore the idea of Carla wanting to pursue a career as a doctor, and I was like, uh, "No, I, I I wasn't interested in that because it's like, I, I think Carla loves being a nurse, yeah. and I love you know that's where her strength and her power and her vanity and her ego live, and I think that she's really okay with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and the dynamics of the relationships with Every, with her and everyone in the hospital um, are, are strongest there. You know what I mean? And that there's nothing wrong with that. And, the, and her viewing audience, and for me as a Latina, All these Latinas find strength, and uh, there's a lot of uh, a a huge force with people and women, uh, and women of color in particular, and particularly at that time.
0: I wanted to segue. You just, Joelle, that's a great
1: segue into this into this episode. Actually,
0: it is, and also I just want to point out Joelle because she's such a good producer. Sent me this statement sent us this. The, the Annenberg Inclusion Initiative at the University of Southern California released a study in 2019 that said, quote, Latino actors represented only 3% of lead or co-lead roles in top performing movies during the last 12 years. This is movies, not TV, but it's the same thing. What impression do you think Carla left on your community? Which I thought was a really smart question that I have to give Joelle a credit for.
2: I think it left a huge impression. I get it again, I get it all the time. And I think people built on it. A lot of uh, roles were designed on Carla as a result, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of strong, sassy roles as a Mm -hmm. result of that. Um,
0: But not, I mean, you weren't a caricature in in any sense. Not Um, in
2: any sense.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a testament to the writing. Absolutely.
2: And it's, and I think it's been challenging to find characters and roles that have been as strong and as memorable since, Mm -hmm. you know, I know it's hard for me to find roles that have been as strong and as memorable since. And, and for me to find you, just like you were talking in the, in that, um, uh, the, the the podcast that I was listening with you guys and Bill, people want like a a phase on type of character, uh, you know, built on, because that's the power and the, of a very well-written, very well-acted show, where you're trying to just um, build on the kind of actor that you are, uh, but move past that is a real challenge, because it's hard to find well-written roles. But yeah, and and uh, the discussions and the arguments and the debates that you have with the writers to keep it real, and keep it honest, keep it flawed, keep it complicated, um, which is all that uh, Bill and the writers responded to really honestly, you right. know, and Bill responded to when I said, yeah, let's keep her a nurse yeah. because, you know, uh, that's where the challenges in a hospital environment live.
0: And, and he was really respectful of your input, I think. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, all right. Um, we're going to go to commercial because that's what we're supposed to do. Donald um, I thought we were going to go into the episode. We're going to, but I'm seeing a a, a chat from from these this producers. Is, this is I'm, like the longest. Do you ever uh, look at the chat thing? She's supposed you're to be supposed talking to, about the show though. I know, bro, but listen, Judy is entertaining as hell and we're going to go I, into I, it.
1: I am not saying it's her fault. I'm Why are you
0: yelling at all of us? It feels like no you're one's mad. yelling. No okay. one's yelling. I'm just saying the
1: format's all fucked up. We'll be right back.
0: BetterHelp H E L P dot com slash real friends.
1: Hey, listeners! It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress.
0: Microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use real friends for 25% off your order. Visit Jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Yeah,
2: I was we're like, back. he's drinking iced tea.
0: No, Judy Donald, no, I'm a little worried because we're only nicotine. we're only like eight episodes in and Donald has taken to day drinking. Um,
1: only on I, only on shoot days only I, on shoot days I
0: have a feeling by the time we get to like episode 20 he's gonna be like hammered like and another thing
1: he's gonna be
2: screaming by episode 8 well they'll
0: be like what and then not... <laughs> his shirt will be off his shirt will be off do you remember that time Judy we all we were all at a bar Like oh um, no <laughs> I won't tell the whole story I won't tell the whole story but all I know is that Donald got drunk enough so that his shirt was off in the bar and I just remember like it was being an like,
1: ice bar too it was an ice bar so it's, it's, there's a room where you go in and it's nothing but ice.
0: And I went in that room shirtless and drank. No, but you were walking around the park. I mean, this was just hilarious now that I think about it. It was, it was our whole cast and crew and we were all partying. I don't know if it was a rap thing or whatever. But all of a sudden I look over and Donald was drunk enough so that he was like having animated discussions without his shirt on in the <laughs> bar.
2: <laughs> the fact that you remember that is impressive too. oh
0: i remember well, it because I, I did forget? some
1: naughty i did some stupid things and my then girlfriend now wife showed up to surprise me and i was acting a fool at the bar
0: oh that was so Does she good she have evidence oh yeah it's such a good story but i don't know if it's, we're allowed to I tell I don't that know, story
1: I, I don't know if i don't know can you ask should...
0: casey if we can have permission maybe we'll tell on a later episode
1: yeah i'll ask her
0: yeah, but will, in the meantime, just know that Donald got in trouble and also had his shirt off.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You remember the time
2: Donald got in trouble? That's like every... That's, that's a, a lot.
1: lot. That happened uh, a, lot.
2: a lot. That's what I'm saying. Every every episode oh where he got, and got in trouble and took off.
0: Oh, my oh. God. Said
2: Uh,
0: part of clothing. Yeah, and when Donald would, yeah, he'd take his clothes off. And then if he got to the next level drunk, he'd leave angrily. And, like, sometimes he'd leave angrily with no shirt on. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Yo, dude, that, oh,
1: my God. (laughs) That's just
2: Donald the nudist. You need a show.
0: (laughs) Right. He once walked home so mad. We won't go into this story. No, we won't go into this one either. But all I'm going to say is that he walked, we live, uh, we both lived at the time in the Hollywood Hills. And he once walked home. Walked home, no shirt on. From La Brea and Melrose, up into the Hollywood Hills. Like, uh, there's no sidewalks. Like, people don't walk. Oh no, I live in the
2: hills.
0: This is where Donald walked, and he was power walking, like arms flying, mad, naked. Well, (laughs) I wasn't naked. naked, but I was mad. Yeah. Like,
2: Wait, that you're really mad. Like that's a long yeah. walk.
0: Yeah, it's a long story. It's that's a long, a long, story. long story. Some <laughs> of these stories we have to censor. Should we get into the episode? We sure. should totally get into yeah, the let's episode. Do it. I just wanted to say the first thing that I noticed and I is that Donald's CPR at at, at forty eight seconds is Would not bring anyone back to life. But I just want to say something. It was a
1: real human being. I'm not allowed to touch on that person's chest like that.
0: I know. I want to tell the audience that it's a tricky thing to give fake CPR. Because if you do CPR for real, you can kill someone. So when you watch horrible TV and movie CPR, it it, it sometimes looks like this. But I just wanted to say that I thought you did a particularly bad job. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Oh, Let's but wasn't the on. wasn't the real JD there at the time on set to approve the fake? I'm,
0: I'm sure, but if you look at if you look at fake CPR all throughout medical TV shows, there's different techniques. There, but and and you know, some people just like completely bend their elbows so none of the pressure goes down on the person's sternum. I don't know what Donald's doing here, but I just maybe JD had an emergency. <laughs>
2: Maybe he was hung over from that power walk.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't know why this is a highlight of this podcast today.
0: I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just, buddy. I'm just saying. Next time you do fake CPR in one of your projects, you know you can do better. I believe in you. Okay, okay. Let's okay. talk about the holy inferiority complex, Batman. This is one of some people's favorite. Uh, you know what I wrote
1: down when I saw that?
0: What one eleven? Batman,
1: Robin, Starsky. And Hutch, Han and Chewie, Han and Luke,
0: Turk and JD. <laughs> oh, you're putting us up up there. You're I'm saying? saying
1: we are ultimate ultimate dynamic duo.
0: I want to say that the, you know there are certain things that come up all the time in in Scrubs fan favorite things they, they send us gifts or they send or I see them on on the interwebs. And this episode has a few of them, actually. But bat- this Batman, Holy in- inferiority, com- inferiority Complex, um, is uh, is one of them, I think. It's
2: great because then it the, then you, you to at least you're not Alfred and then you're in the Alfred <laughs> kick.
0: Damn to you. Get up.
2: <laughs> Damn, <Sa.
0: laughs> Damn you. <Sa. laughs>
1: that was my best Adam West impersonation ever, too. I don't think I could ever, like, you know, people are like, do Neil Diamond. I think my Adam West. Impersonation was better than my Neil Diamond. It could You're, be worse, Robin. Your you your, your mask is so
0: funny. I just have it frozen on one seventeen, and I know that like we weren't like, like we weren't allowed to do the exact costume again because it's parody. It like has to have a little twist on it. But your mask is so funny.
1: <laughs> it's like Mardi Gras. It's like a Mardi Gras mask. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was. It's like
0: a Mardi. It's so, Gras. so funny too
2: because. Those were the days too. Whenever we had to do like uh, the the scrubs fantasies or whatever, where we was like, "Oh, is, are they doing the fantasy?" and everybody would run down from their dressing rooms and come see everybody oh, dress really? up and do the like, the costumes and the fantasies. And I'd be like, "I was like, when do I get?" to?
0: You actually get one, Judy. Uh, one thing I, I one thing one I here one thing I noticed, Judy, at three twenty three, you are uh, you. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You weren't often in the fantasies, but no. this was, but this is one because, because I don't know why we can talk about that, but I, this was one of the early times where you were in there doing that throwing stars thing.
2: And I'll tell you, I, I, cause I was also listening to, uh, when I was listening to the, the, the bill podcast, I remember, you know, how, you know, how bill always warned us not to go and talk to him about including <laughs> uh, or getting made Cause you would get phase on. Yeah. And yeah. I would
3: be terrified
2: yeah. of talking to him about shit like that. It would be like, you know, cause, uh, Uh, he would always let me know, and then your character would be carrying the gravitas of the show. And I was like, but um, I'm funny, (laughs) goddammit. And I'd be worried about, It's like, how do I talk to this man about the fact that I'm funny and I want like a fantasy and, you know, or I want more jokes and shit, you know? And those would be like, and I would literally sometimes be in my dressing room like, Try not to cry because I'm about to confront Bill about wanting a more, another joke or wanting this or wanting that because I wouldn't want to be on or some shit. Uh, so what
0: would you do? Would you give yourself a bit of a pep talk? Kind oh, of my
2: thing? God. Yeah. And I would like cry in my room before, you know, I'd be pulling like an Elliot in my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd freak out, you know.
0: And was he receptive?
2: He was receptive. He was receptive.
0: I think I mean, I, I have no idea what his reasoning was, but I, but it sounds like, just from hearing you recount it, that that Carla was always the, the base of the reality and, and the gravitas and the drama, so he didn't want her going into being too silly. Uh, but it's funny, in this episode, you do have some funny ass shit, I think.
1: Totally. I like the ninja stuff.: That was yeah, funny. Yeah. That was very funny. <laughs> Walking in with your girlfriend, laughing and everything, and then getting caught out there. Yeah.
2: Getting yeah. busted. Which there I loved.
1: Lot. Yeah. That was, I was gonna say, I, I I didn't recall to be honest, I don't recall a lot of I, I say this every, I say this every podcast. podcast. I I I don't recall a lot of Scrubs when watching it. But I didn't recall that you and Elliot had such a rocky start. I always thought that you guys had a great relationship. But I, I, do you remember when it switched to where you guys became, was it early on? Because like, even in this episode, you're totally dissing her. You know, you're like, you know, and, it's, and it, it seems like it's always that way. She puts her foot in her mouth and you're like, I got to get the hell away from this person uh carla's like i gotta get the hell away well, in the beginning person.
0: sarah was pretty disrespectful to to carla you know like she um you know so i think i would imagine i mean obviously i, I want to know your answer but that my my impression was that she was still feeling resentful towards uh towards elliot right
2: i think so and i think it's more like uh she she doesn't get it and she never will you know what i mean and i think it's jd's um, impulse always to just like smooth things over, uh, over and uh and fix things and help other people understand that she's really not she's just awkward she's always screwing things up just like you know trying to help people understand or explain people to other people you know what i mean and i'm just i got no time for this
1: do you recall when it switched over to carla being that person for Elliot you know what I mean where Carla was making excuses for oh this is just the way she is did it ever switch over to that or was Carla al- always I don't
2: I mean I I, right? I, I really don't I I, yeah. I know I know well, that it happened in this episode I, I don't know it did yeah. well
1: it, it in this episode even after you're like you can I'm sorry I did that we all know the truth Right. no nobody want to hang out with Elliot Exactly.
0: Uh, especially when she's rocking a neckerchief. Did you see that neckerchief? And <laughs> the khaki. I thought that was really funny. That moment, it's around 526 or so, when you guys are walking into your going out outfits and she's got her khakis and her her, her little like Scooby-Doo. Uh, what's the character in Scooby-Doo that has the neckerchief? It was so random. Like Fred. That, yeah, that was her going out outfit. <laughs>
2: So sanitary.
0: And then she puts her foot in her mouth with your friend. Yes, because uh, she has a son, right?
2: Yes, yeah, she has a son who's like really young, and she's like, "Wow, way to rob the cradle."
1: <laughs> right. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I had a lot of issues with this episode uh, as far as stereotypes go, and go I know on. this is the episode with stereo about stereotypes and everything like that. But there's just so many things that, you know, one of the lines Turk says in the show is like, you know, all my whole life, people always assume that I'm a good athlete, that I, uh, that I, that I, uh, 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 was it? I'm a good athlete. I grew up poor and, uh, I love Sanford and son. Those things are kind of true about me. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day, I'm a pretty decent athlete. I didn't grow up with a lot of money. And I truly love Sanford and Son. <laughs> but it's the obvious exploitation
2: of those things and trying to you know, make
1: money off of that shit. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Right. It's a, it, there's, a, there's a lot of deep things that's, that uh, we talk about in this episode. You know, you, you touched on it earlier, and that's why I was saying it was such a great segue into this episode. You know, people of color don't go to hospitals or don't go to the doctor. You know what I mean? And it's because they don't... My opinion is because they don't see themselves when they go they see a bunch of other colors when they go and that can be very scary you know what i mean we touch on it in this episode but i feel like yeah i I understand why turk's upset because you know his face is plastered and he's being exploited to try and bring a hip new crowd into the hospital and everything like that but there's something deeper in that one i didn't know that sacred heart was in the inner city i had no idea that it was an inner city hospital one you
0: didn't this whole time
1: this whole time, I, there's so... Listen, when because you say... Because there's inter- hardly
2: any people of color in the hospital.
1: Right, in the, in the hospital. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this was something that really struck home with me. You know, we talk about we talk about COVID now and how, you know, people of color are are, are a very high percentage of people that are dying because we have so many underlying conditions and stuff like that. But a lot of that has to do with being afraid to go to the doctor or to the hospital because when you go there they're either going to give you bad news or you're going to die you know what i mean and i feel like it's so prevalent in this episode you know what i mean uh you know it we talk about it in this episode in a small way but it, that's what i took away from this i took a what i t- my takeaway from this was you know it's more than just turk being exploited it has everything to do with you know, how can we make health care better for people of color? But my first thing was, wow, well, I wish we truthfully need to figure out this healthcare system when it comes to the stigmatism that uh, people of color have when they go to a hospital. When I finished the episode, I was like, "Okay, the lesson is nobody wants to be taken advantage of and stand up for yourself and everything like that." I was like, "But there's something deeper in that." Also, where the hell did this kid and I get this fucking imaginary football from? (laughs) I
0: just started laughing at that too. To talk to each other at the end of the show, I was laughing at that too. I was like, "So wait a second, you were stitching him up in in an OR, and then all of a sudden there's a football? Was there? Was it on the shelf? Like, how did this? How did this?" Happened by the way, that and I'm, that story and that story's is pretty glossed over too. It's like you got knifed, yeah, you got stabbed, yeah, you got stabbed in the arm, yeah. Let's toss a ball, let's play football now,
1: <laughs> you know what I mean. And that's when I, I was sitting there, I was like, this is some stereotypical, bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. He got knifed in the arm, and you were then making some joke like, oh, I got this from what was your joke, like, I oh, my, my injuries from pencil this, or some yeah. shit like that, yeah, anyway. Here, Jim, here's a ball. Yeah, let's play catch. Let's, play, let's have a catch in the OR. That wrestling fantasy was pretty funny, I think. I uh,
2: love that. I'm going to
0: probe you. I'm going to probe you because I'm the intern. I was so excited to do that. I, I liked pro wrestling when I was a kid. I'll J.D. Macho
1: Man Savage. I
0: accidentally freeze-framed at 706, and I think it might be the most unattractive shot of me in Scrubs history. It was like this wide-angle lens, and I'm all up close to it with my giant nose. And uh, and your hair I, like show nuff.
1: You had hair like show nuff from The Last Dragon, too.
0: By the way, I like my hair like that. I was really enjoying it. I mean, the wig extension, whatever it is, I, I, I think that they did a good job because I, I wish I could rock hair like that. My hair would never do that.
2: It wouldn't
0: No, it wouldn't it wouldn't be so glorious as, as Neither that, would but, mine. Uh, no, you have beautiful curly hair. I'm looking yeah, at it. Yeah, right my hair now. wouldn't
2: be like all straight and shit.
0: Judy, talk about that bar scene at, at eight oh four. Uh, do you remember shooting that? And um, it's the when you when you show up and Sarah's drinking alone. Do you remember shooting that? Or uh, and and that woman that you worked with? I, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. I, I mean, you probably don't remember her name either. But she, I thought she did a good job.
2: No, she was super sweet, and I I, I do remember like the whole idea of doing that scene. I, I I just loved the idea of fucking up on someone so badly, you know, and just being so, uh So uncomfortable around someone uh, that you would uh,
1: hide under a table, you know, yeah, (laughs)
2: hide, hide under a table. Do you know what I mean? And having to, like, try to find ways to just completely avoid them because you screwed up so badly. And how uh, I'm telling uh, Turk, I, you're such a guy and you don't fucking understand what's going on. And then JD comes and uh, I'm so sorry what I did. And they apologize to each other like nothing happened.
0: <laughs> do you think that that's a good, what, what do you think the commentary is there? That like men can communicate with each other? I mean, what I, I laughed at that, but I, then I was thinking like, well, what is what is the social commentary there? Just that just the, uh, uh, Turk and JD have such a close relationship and they know how to communicate?
2: I think so. I think they already apologized to each other, but they want to say, listen, I hope you got me. I'm really sorry for what happened. I didn't mean it. It's like, I know that you didn't mean it as cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just right after. And I think she realizes like, shit, I really just have to go confront her, you know, where yeah. she's trying to avoid it. I think, you know, guy, but this, these, these guys, they're so, they're such good friends. Yeah. That they're going to, they're not going to do that to their friendship, yeah. you know, and he's, and, and Turk is looking off and then, you know, we're getting there.
0: We're getting there. I, she's
2: looking at him like, you know, go fuck yourself. And then
0: we did that. There's some sound effect on our fist bump. That's like this yeah. angelic noise. That's really funny. Hit me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, their friendship isn't comp- it healed and by no means a friendship. And, and Aloma. And I love that whole, and the whole nurse thing with like Aloma being in the, uh, uh, JD seeking his, his his fucking evaluation so desperately from Cox. Yeah, I think fits into that story so well. He's asking from Aloma, and Miss Doctor Cox is there. He's she's like, can't you see? I'm watching my story. <sighs>
0: yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, I
2: remember that whole my stories thing being so hilarious during that episode. That I do remember, <laughs> and everybody's like quoting it all over the
0: place. Aloma was so funny. You could just give her anything, and she she's would be funny just
2: with like one line, and she's just uh, magical. Yeah, she comes and. Um, what Carla didn't give Elliot, uh, Laverne yeah. gave her. You know, right. who's yeah. Loma Wright played so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. she goes, she just gives her. She goes, uh, "Why so sad, Marshmallow?" And then she gives her a little hot chocolate, for a little yeah. marshmallow.
1: Did Marshmallow stick? Did Marshmallow it did. stick? It
0: did.
2: I think it did. Yeah. I wa- I was Do you think Carla and track?
0: Nurse Roberts were friends outside of work? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. That story never got told. I want to see in. in I want to see the uh, the nurse Roberts uh, Carla Vegas trip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did Aloma ever go with us to Vegas? Did she go with us to Vegas for the rap I party? I don't think
0: so. I think Aloma was I think Aloma was religious and she wasn't. Uh, and she, she was wasn't like going I'm to-
1: staying away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus will not be there. I know that.
2: <laughs> I think she would have gone. But right. she, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: we asked her. She would have been at
2: the slot machine the whole time, but she yeah. would
1: have. Do you remember that Vegas trip? Yeah. We went twice. Do you know that?
2: I don't know. We I do. I, yeah. We
1: went for one one time, we went for like a birthday. And then another time we went for, the. am I wrong? I might be wrong.
0: I don't know. Well, we definitely went for to shoot the thing with the Blue Man Group. And then we stayed and had a party, right? Yeah. No, that was the rap party. Was the rap party and the Blue Man Group thing the same trip? No. There were two trips to Vegas.
1: There were like three or four trips oh, to Vegas, dude.
0: Oh, God. What a good deal. Great deal. I want to the say- la-
1: That's another question. When's the last time
0: any of you have been to Vegas? I don't think it's wise for me to go to Vegas anymore. Yeah. It, I remember this, when I
2: went to Vegas and I think um Bill was there, I was like, I've never played poker or I've never played roulette. He's come on, come on. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And I played and I beat him and he got pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the. (laughs) I remember uh, Bill. Bill Lawrence says one of the best quotes about Vegas that I always think about, and he goes, "I've never had a good second night in Vegas." That's the thing. (laughs) You gotta go. You gotta go and get the fuck out. And get out. Get out, Donald. I once went to Vegas with Donald and Judy. Once, Uh, once. I've been to Vegas many times with Donald, but once he uh, we were playing blackjack and he got crushed, and he went upstairs and went to sleep. It was like nine thirty. Yeah. He was so mad that how badly he got beaten, Blackjack, that he just, he said, I'm out. Disappeared. And I don't think you came back out. You went to bed at like 9.30.
1: Well, I came out the next day. <laughs> I met y'all at the pool the next day.
0: <laughs> you had a good night's sleep.
1: Yeah. Sleep um, I
0: wanted to say that that billboard at 9.58 that, 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 that Kelso has made was really up. So nowadays that would be a visual effect, but back in 2001, they made that billboard and it was, and I remember it was up for a little while, right, Donald?
1: Yeah. I I didn't realize that the rainbow flag was behind it though.
0: Well, diversity.
1: Yeah. I, but you know what? I thought the diversity was the fact that a white guy and a black guy could work at the same hospital together. I Not had that no the Id-
2: black guy was gay?
1: Not that the black guy was
2: gay. <laughs> <laughs> right. But remember, remember that they took down all the posters in the hospital, but they left the was up up for a while?
0: Yeah. for Those uh, were hilarious, by the way. I wish I, I was, when I was watching this episode, I was going, I wish I had one of those as a souvenir. Me the, too. time the, to get an
1: EKGG would be hanging up in my house, dude. Time to sure. get
0: an EKG. GG is my favorite one. Oh my gosh! I wanted to say that a ten oh eight is when you get mad at me. We're in the car about the billboard, and then I do a, an homage to the movie Vacation, where I go roll them up. Do you remember that? Do you remember? Yes. In the movie, do you remember in the movie Vacation when Chevy chases frantically? They end up in a bad neighborhood, and they're stealing their 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 tire their hubcaps. And there's a, they hear a gunshot, and Chevy Chase goes, "Roll them up, roll
1: them up, roll up the windows." <laughs> no doubt.
0: <laughs> so I just recognize my homage to Vacation there. And then you also um, said, ten... "Keep it real."
1: You also said, "Keep it real" in the scene where you come, where we apologize to yeah, each say other after the fist bump. After the uh, fist bump, you said, "Keep it real." Keep it That's real. a bit of bit of an homage too, I would say.
0: To oh, to Chevy Chase? No, to Clueless. Oh, to Clueless. Sorry. 10:41. Um, the the Sanford and Son uh, thing, which is pretty funny, and I I laughed out loud when you did it like reluctantly. You did your your you're sad like I try and get you into the Sanford and Son thing, and then you sort of
1: I do it because I can't really help it. Yeah, yeah, but i it's it's
0: this. It's, you had this look on your face, is like so reluctant, but you can't help it. But I can't help it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts and then it cuts to an ass slapping dance where we're singing yeah. separate <laughs> Yes. Yes.
2: It's just dirty. That's a
0: special moment in Scrubs history with us both dancing and ass slapping. Bill had referenced you being on the brochure twice when he's on. This is the moment that happens. 1134. Now, he said this was a problem
1: that he some people got mad about it.
0: I'm sure people get mad at everything, but I think this was a real story. I think I, I, as I understand, this was taken from a a real anecdote where a college had gotten caught putting the same person on the, uh, on the brochure twice. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be
1: right back. Hey listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. yep these seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime.
0: Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the Buds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REAL FRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one time gift from Tacova's. Only at Tacova's.com.
1: And we are back. So before hey guys, we want to, to jump
3: in before we get started. Before we get started, this is Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Thanks for being here. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> <Tiffany>? <laughs> wow! Oh my god! Sorry. Hi, Tiffany.
0: Sorry.
3: No, super, this is beautiful. Super excited, guys. Oh. Wait,
0: Joelle, what did you want to say before we want to get all this? What did you want to say? It
3: is no so this is a surprise for Tiffany's husband. So he does not know.
2: That
0: he's about oh, to come on and talk to you guys. Wow. Hi, Tiffany.
2: That's, That's really exciting. nice. Of you. That's really
0: nice of you, wow. Tiffany. So, Tiffany, he has no clue that he's going to speak to the three of us.
3: No, he has absolutely no idea. Our anniversary is <sighs> on Friday, nine years. Well, nine years married this year. Best anniversary present ever. Never oh, buying anything. Oh, my
0: goodness. Ever you. again. So, Tiffany, what are you tell are you,
1: are you also in your closet?
3: Yes, Faison style, right?
0: No <laughs> doubt. I love and Judy, it. And Judy Reyes style, as you can Judy see. Judy Reyes is in her closet, I too. Don't know. Now, Tiffany, what are you going to tell him? Are you going to say that you, you guys guys get on a, a Zoom are call? Are you going to be somebody? like, yo,
1: get your ass in the closet right now.
0: Get in the closet. No, don't don't that. He'll be disappointed if he finds out it's us and his wife's <laughs> luring him to the closet.
1: Yeah, he
3: has, he has no idea. I had to come up with a very elaborate ruse to try to work all this out I'm a horrible liar so he either thinks I'm having some kind of breakdown or I'm hiding something from him so well the big reveal is going to be fabulous
0: so what's the plan how do we best said, reveal yeah, how
3: do you do this I don't know he thinks I'm in the closet right now on an important work phone call and so I was going to go out there and say I need tech support I can't um I can't log yeah, into ask, the call ask,
1: ask do it go do it go do it right now it right are now? we yeah. are we ready right yeah, Are you ready? ready? Now's ready. the oh
3: time. Okay, I might cry, guys, and I'm an ugly crier. I, you know, just fair warning. Looks like I got hit in the face with a sack of marble. So
1: don't worry, just... nobody's
0: gonna be don't able to worry. see you cry. Donald's Great. gonna just, virtually hug you.
1: And we're fake yes. doctors, so we're yes.
0: used to. So we're kind of used to. Yeah, we see lots of fake emotion.
1: Yeah.
3: Nice. Okay, I'm gonna I'll be right back. Okay.
0: This is exciting. Good work, Joelle. Good producing, Joelle. This is this is this really added a little little spice. I'm nervous. Are you guys nervous? I'm excited. No. I don't want him to be disappointed. What if he's like, oh, I thought... Donald's
2: drunk. He doesn't feel anything.
0: Yeah, do- I'm Donald's not sh- drunk. Hold on, guys. I'm,
1: ca- I'm fucking... I've got a nice things. little buzz going.
0: Oh, God. Wait. I'm just, I'm really,
3: Why do we have to be quiet? I, um, um. I'm really stressed out. These are just my my coworkers that are from, my? My,
0: from the call. Hi.
1: <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey, can you your co workers! Oh, oh my god. Can <laughs> you help us with this? Carla, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, can you help Judy, us with this? Judy.
3: Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy Ray is like, like, here they might, here like, they can't. Faison. Yeah. Happy um, anniversary! This, this is for you. No. This is for you? Yes, come no. sit down. Yeah, come, come sit, sit down. down. No. It's for you. Come on, come sit down. What, Join what? us. Yeah, this is for you. Leave your no. cheese
1: to sour. Hi. Do you know what today is? <laughs> It's your anniversary. Oh my God, they're crying. Anniversary. Oh, you guys can hug. Anniversary. Oh. Happy Oh, t- oh, oh now oh, they're, oh, yeah, they're hugging you guys. They're hugging. Joel's crying. Hi. This is so beautiful. He seems did, to be crying. How did you do this?
3: <laughs> I, I, Hi. <laughs> um, Hi. Your wife Hi. called. This is,
1: how it, this is how it went down. Your wife called uh. Disney Studios. <gasps> and was like, I need a favor, and Disney Studios provided.
0: That's not true at all. That's not true at all. <laughs> your amazing true wife true got you on our podcast, and, uh, and, and we're, we, uh, the three of us, Donald Faison, Judy Reyes, and I, Zach Braff, are your, uh, your, your anniversary present.
1: You can thank iHeartRadio. Yes. You can thank Joel. I and thank you can thank Dan. And Tiffany guys. Rodriguez,
0: Donald. A- Tiffany <laughs> Rodriguez.
1: And more, most importantly, you thank your wife. Oh, do, my y'all God. Wanna, do y'all want to hug?
0: They yeah, did hug. They can yes. hug again. They Virtual can hug. hug. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. do oh, you want to yeah. um, This is
0: so exciting. So, uh, okay, well, so oh my God! Joel's crying. Everybody's crying. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not crying. Well, you will be when. when uh, not right, I'm not crying. I'm not going to cry. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, um, hi. Um We're so hi. glad that you like our little TV show, and 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 we just wanted to say happy anniversary. And if you wanted to ask us anything or or uh, uh, anything, we're here to answer questions. It could be about the show. It could be about your life. Whatever you want.
3: <laughs> oh my God! I feel like
0: I feel like Turk when he met Lando. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean Turk, Chris Turk. Oh <laughs> Land, Don't do it, Donald. Give him a little Lando. Lando <laughs> Calrissian. Oh my God. You, you know, here's a little here's a just, little here's a little trivia. Uh, uh, I was doing uh, like a celebration. So Star Wars has a celebration every uh year, right? And I was doing a celebra- one of the celebrations because I voiced one of the uh, characters on a Star Wars television show. And right, yeah. somebody told me that Billy D. Williams was next door, and that I should go say hi to him. And I got really excited. I was like, "Oh snap! Land Billy D. wants to say hi to me. Okay, let me go say hi." <laughs> so I walked into the room, and I and, you know there's a bunch of people in line, and they're waiting to say hi to Billy D. and take a picture with him. And I walk in, and I go, "Ah, Landon in. <laughs> and he jumps, and then he looks over at me. And he's like, the line's over there.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You must have been crushed. He's like your hero. it broke my heart. It broke my heart. It broke my heart. In your mind, you thought he was going to be like Donald. 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 Now, come over here. Come over here, my friend. Oh,
3: my God.
1: Anyway. Um, So if you have any questions that you want to ask, don't go be don't be shy. Tell us, ask um, us anything. Who's your
0: favorite guest, <laughs> I guess I favorite guest star? Favorite guest star. Favorite guest star. Judy, do you want to yeah. go first? Since you're our favorite guest ever. You guys had
2: a lot. <laughs> I had. I could tell you the first most shocking guest star because I, I don't. I, I'm like Zach. Um, I don't necessarily get starstruck. But I remember the first time. Um, I remember we had Eric Estrada on the show. Yes,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> and he was on the. You guys remember no, Eric Estrada from Chips? Of course, of course. Yeah. Sitting- for those of
1: you out there who don't who don't remember the show Chips, uh, there was a actor on the show by the name of Eric Estrada who was America's heartthrob back yeah. in the day.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. And I, he wasn't supposed to be the star guy who was supposed to be right. the star of the show. Who knows? Nobody remembers his name. <laughs> yeah. Right. John. I don't remember
1: him. No, that's the character's name. Eric Estrada is the actual name of the dude who played Ponch.
0: Joelle, can you yeah. tell us his name, please? I feel disrespecting I feel disrespectful dis- dis- dis-
2: myself, too. <laughs> but nonetheless, when I came into hair and makeup and, and there was Eric Estrada getting his. Uh, he was just doing like a, you know, like a real quick guest appearance. And I saw him. I was like, oh! <gasps> By just standing in the same room with this guy, I couldn't even speak. Right. And now I have a big giant. I, did, I remember uh, Wayne Brady had a, 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 a talk show at that time, and I, I told him that story, <laughs> and he gave me a giant uh, poster of Eric Estrada that I still have in my garage of Eric Estrada <laughs> in, like, pants.
0: Yeah. Nice. I, remember, I remember that uh, Eric Estrada wore really tight, tight uh, motorcycle pants. They all did. The, oh, yeah. the name, that by the way, the actor was the act-
1: uh, Wilcox, Larry, Larry Wilcox.
0: <laughs> yeah, Larry
2: Wilcox. Yes. There you go. There you My go. My apologies, Larry. It's all
0: right. Well, you're not. You didn't have his name, but we want to make sure we get it out there to respect all members of the Screen Actors Guild. Donald, who is your favorite guest star? Billy D. Williams, obviously.
1: Right. I really enjoyed uh, when Colin Farrell came on the show.
0: Right. You were geeked I about loved that. Yeah, I loved
2: that. I love Colin Farrell. I love that scene. I
1: really like that. All of us men and women almost made out with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sarah oh, really God.
0: Sarah really was excited to make out with him. And then
1: of course, Brendan Fraser, man. Like Yes. Oh, and also and also Ryan
0: Reynolds. Uh You're supposed to pick one, Donald. You're Oh. To pick if one. I
1: have to if I have to pick one?
0: The exercise just, was to pick one, not just start okay. listing off famous people.
1: Oh. Well, then for me,
0: it would have to be uh, Billy D. Williams. For me, it was John Ritter, hands down. Oh yeah, yes. absolutely. absolutely. Because John Ritter, when I was a kid, I, you'll hear me say this over and over again. I, my intro to physical comedy was Three's <laughs> Company. I just thought that was the funniest shit I had ever seen in my life, and John Ritter doing physical comedy was just, oh, he's oh, a master. he could fall over a couch like like no one. And I just thought he was a master. And then, so when he came on to play my father, I was just gushing. I was just, I, I loved him so much. And in fact, he was supposed to come back um, for the second time. Literally, he was going to shoot Monday. And I believe he died um, that weekend, the weekend no, before. No, the week,
1: the, the, the he died the... If not the night before. No, yeah, he was supposed to come in and he passed away. After they wrapped, or while they were making the show that he was on at the time, and he was going right. to come and do our show the next day, right? And and it's really amazing how quickly Tom Cavanaugh, who was not scheduled to be on the show, showed up to be on uh, the episode, and how they changed it around to make yeah, it so had... that
0: to, so that uh, John Ritter's character had passed away on the show as well. Yeah, they had to frantically rewrite it. But that that's mine. I, I mean, I'm, I'm literally getting goosebumps as I tell this story. Just. And I, and I had him, I have a framed wall on my, on my, in my house of all these framed family pictures and um, Donald's on there a few times, of course. And there was literally um, one of the most prominent pictures was a picture of me and John Ritter just because uh, he was just so important to me. And uh, I, I, I loved him a lot.
1: I remember when he said my name the first time and it caught me, it kind of caught me off guard. You know what I mean? I was like, holy cow. Wow. John Ritter knows my name. You know what I mean? I, as you did, Zach. I also grew up on Three's Company, and uh, yeah, I, I, that that's a that's a you know what? I, as much as I love Billy D. Williams, meeting John Ritter was, uh, and Michael J. Fox also were highlights for me.
0: Yeah. All right. How about another question? Because now that you, it looks like your face has uh, has settled in a little bit, you're not stunned as much anymore. Right. God, your eye,
1: is- I, I, you know, your eyes aren't me over bulging out of your head now,
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, um I, another. I don't know if I have another question.
0: You Tiffany. Do you me. have any questions? Tiffany, how about you?
3: Um, <laughs> would you guys ever consider doing a live taping so that we could go and and see you like and after all the <laughs> yeah after all, obviously after all the COVID nineteen <laughs> stuff. But
0: well, yeah. you know, you know. Uh, well, go ahead. You were going to say yeah, Donald. I Donald, would. Donald we would. want to do that.
1: We just don't know when all of this is going to go away. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know where you guys are. We're in Los Angeles right now. And we have strict policies in Los Angeles, as we should. We, you know, we have a lot of COVID patients here, and
0: so I don't know. Well, even COVID aside, I, 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 there's no plans to do anything like that. And in fact, you know, Scrubs was shot like a film, not um, in front of an audience. Although, as you recall, we did that um, that one sitcom spoof where we did it in front of a live, live audience. Four that was- Yeah, that was, look, he knows the title. You are good. Um, That was a lot of fun, you know, because I never, Donald had done sitcoms before. I had never done a sitcom. uh, Judy, had you?
2: No. I mean, Uh, I've done, I did a pilot and I did a guest star.
0: And I, I had done theater, but, but there was, it was really fun doing that, that. Do you guys remember that? I was I, yeah, I just remember thinking like, oh, now I see the allure of doing a sitcom. It's such a high. Like the audience is so amped up. It's like cold and they've got a lot of sugar. And, uh, and they just laugh at whatever you do. And, um, and, and we, obviously it was a well-written episode, so it was genuinely funny. But I remember really thinking like, oh, that could be fun to do.
2: Uh, Are you guys in the medical industry at all? I'm just curious because uh, you're such enormous fans.
3: Oh, no. 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 I was military for, I was army for a little bit, but. uh. Where do you guys live? Northern California. Uh, Patterson. It's right up the five on the other
0: side of the Bay Area. Oh, so you guys are in the Bay Area. We could be over in like five five and a half hours if you guys can make us dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime. Anytime.
1: (laughs) What y'all cooking? What y'all cooking tonight? Uh,
0: tacos. <laughs> tacos. Yeah. Oh, I love tacos. It's Wednesday. Leftover It's Taco and, uh, Wednesday
2: over yeah. here as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, guys, he let's like, head up there we'll <laughs> drive in separate cars and we'll sit in your in your backyard. Yeah.
1: Open invitation. Guys. Guys. We will yeah. maintain safe distancing, I promise you. Oh my god, well, thank you guys. Well, well, thank you so, so much. much for what a great thank,
0: surprise thank, and uh thank and you guys. Our thank pleasure. You guys for the show and for Happy
2: anniversary.
0: Happy anniversary. You. Tiffany, and, you are a good wife, I got to say. It was a good surprise.
3: Yeah, I'm never gonna have to buy anything ever again. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, take a picture of that and, you know, just like, hey, that's it. Every year, remember 2020? That's what oh happened. Take <laughs> the picture
1: now. Let's take the picture.
0: Then let, wait, let wait, me get, oh, let me oh get fresh God. for you though. Wait, I got yeah. my phone. Let me get can fresh we, for you. Is that let okay? Can we take you? a yeah, picture? Yes, of course. Okay. Make sure you get Joelle too. And that's how we'll always remember them. <laughs> that's how we'll always remember them. Oh, there they are. Did you her? Oh, my God. Yeah. Accidentally did airplane mode. Should have heard him
3: though. He's like. <laughs> he screams! Oh my god! Wow, this guys, you were just totally awesome, and thank, thank you, you for doing this. We're watching this, sh- watching the show, listening to the podcast. It's just awesome right now.
0: Thank you. We're having so thank much fun so much. doing it, and it means a lot to us that that you're loving listening. and And, uh, and please stay safe up there and enjoy Taco Wednesday. <laughs>
1: we'll do that. Be healthy. Thank you. Thank Bye, you. Guys. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Yeah, you you, you technically are supposed to hang up but Oh, okay. Don't yeah, you, can, you don't you have accidentally to. accidentally We can be together forever. <laughs> I'm going to bite my yeah,
3: I like it. I like it, Judy. Let's do that. <laughs> rocking the curly hair. Five. I'm a, I'm a fan. No, no, but really hang
1: up now cuz we got the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. Okay. okay. Donald, right here. Donald's like right Donald's like no joke. No, 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 no. no. Get the fuck out. No seriously.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rodriguez is getting the fuck out. Got it. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Love y'all. Thank you.
0: Thank you so Thank much you guys. Thank you. Bye. Joelle, oh good job. Oh my gosh, that was great. Joelle. Joelle, I don't know how a caller can, I mean, you really brought it. Why I don't know did how did you do that? I don't know how there, anyone's ever going to compete with that, Joelle. You know, I
3: wanted to really quickly give some tips. If you guys want to write in a letter, make sure your subject line is just really expressive. That's going to pop out. It's like we have thousands and thousands oh, of letters wow. for people wanting to call in. And so just, you know, whatever you can, put your question in there. If you have a good one, if you have a good story, uh, we'll probably wait till we surprise someone. So don't try to set that up just
2: yet, <laughs> you know. In and other so- words, top that, bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we should we should remind people, if you do, oh, even though Joelle's saying she's getting thousands of them, if you do want to ask a question, uh, you go to, you write an email to scrubsiheart at gmail.com. Find a way to stand out. And and it'll it'll all be up to Joelle's eyeballs who gets to come on. Yeah, don't blame me if you call in and yeah. if you try to call in
1: or you send an email and you don't get a response. Yeah. It's not my fault you blame Donald,
0: Joelle. You're not going to believe this, but Donald's not the one sifting through the thousands of emails. Yeah, you blame Joelle. Yeah, you blame Joelle. It's her fault. You got to put some bass in your bass voice. Bass in your
1: voice. You ain't going to fall for no banana in the
0: tailpipe. You're not going to fall for no banana in the tailpipe? I ain't going to fall for, for no banana on, in the got tailpipe. This guy too much.
2: Wait a minute. No banana, no tailpipe? What
1: the fuck? All right. So I was going to say something. Go Hold ahead. On. Before go ahead, we go ahead. I was going to say something. Go ahead. Oh, look, you got notes. I'm so impressed. I always have notes. These are from, I always have
0: notes. Oh, box. good. I didn't know that you were always yeah. rocking notes. I just thought you were making drinks over there in the closet. No,
1: no. <sighs> Oh boy oh boy. Oh, boy, oh boy, oh boy.
0: Go ahead. Dr. Kelso calls
1: Turk, Turk. Yeah. And this, Dr. Turk. He calls him Dr. Turk. Now, right, and not Turkleton. So, right. does this mess up the lore that Kelso doesn't know Turk's last name is Turkleton and he's just calling him Dr. Turk like he would call uh, uh, Dr. Dorian, Dr.? He would therefore be calling Dr. Dorian, Dr. John. Or did they decide somewhere down the line? This is a good Bill Lawrence question. Did they decide somewhere down the line that Kelso just forgot Turk's name altogether?
0: Okay, we'll ask Bill that here, Joel. Um, what was the, what was the intention? I imagine that someone just missed it and uh, and decided it would be funny later on if if Kelso had no idea what your name and thought your name was Turk Turkleton, which is very funny. That's that's
1: <laughs> one of the funniest. That's one of. That's another thing that I really loved. I've I've been uh, uh spewing about this uh, uh uh Judy because I really feel like our relationship is the one. I mean, yeah, they follow uh JD and Elliot throughout the show, but our relationship from the gate from the beginning of the show till season 8 is is you know, it you watch it grow. And by season three, when we finally get into the wedding and all of that stuff, I really felt like it was earned by the time we got there. You know what I mean? Like we had been through so many, the characters had been through so many things. And so, you know, when I look back at all of this stuff, when I look back at me singing Mrs. Jones and, you know, me hiding in your in your closet at your mom's house. And then when you finally decide to move in and you know there's a breakup between Turk and Carla and all of that stuff before they get married, I feel like it's really earned. And I don't necessarily remember how the episode of us getting married turns out, but I just remember it feeling so epic when we were shooting it, you know what I mean? Because all of this stuff that we had been through in the first few seasons were coming to a head at, at that point. And I just felt like, our romance on the show was just, I, you know, I said it to Bill. I think I thought it was perfect. You didn't, you didn't necessarily need to watch the show to understand that Turk and Carla were the, were they the. They belonged
2: together. That yeah. They were strength and the foundation. Yeah. A part of that, like, and in essence, kind of like the way the episode ends, Um, it's kind of like the reason you belong in this place and the way the these people together like a family. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, they're like that parental force, that place that you belong, the reason that you feel like y- you go there. You know what I mean? Like meant to be, you yeah, know, yeah. despite the, uh, the fuck ups and the breakups and the ups and the downs, they're funny together. They understand each other. He's um, silly um, where she's a little too serious because you can't have them both be silly at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? She's she's got She
0: she grounds she grounds him.
2: Yeah, she grounds him and she grounds like a lot of other people. You know what I mean where she begs to be light when she's not, you know, she has to like loosen up sometimes. You know what I mean? Where she teaches people about the place that they're in. Right. You know where she where she has to be taken out of there sometimes. Kind of like Cox has to be taken out of there sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. um so it's like uh, they 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 pull each other out of where they are and they bring each other to where they have to be
1: yeah speaking of what it, I mean yeah. very much yin and yang you know what yeah. I mean
2: mm-hmm.
1: I remember somebody asking me you know well what do you have in common with your wife and I was like well I don't have that much in common with my wife to be honest with you uh we do love each other passionately and stuff like that that's the one thing we do have in common but we're not necessarily uh the same people and I think that's very much the same with uh Chris Turk and Carla I think that the two of them, they might be both from the inner... I don't even know that Turk is from the inner city. I know Carl is from the inner city. But Turk, in this episode, we discovered that he was always the black dude in the situation. You know what I mean? Even in the science fair, where they give him the blue ribbon, even though he didn't compete in the science fair. And also, at college, because there weren't a lot of black kids at the college, they put him in the brochure twice. But anyway, my point is... Their personalities aren't necessarily the same, but they complement each other so well. Yeah,
0: that is like you and Casey. I mean, it's funny you say that because you guys are so perfect together. But yeah, yin yang is the perfect. We're way completely to put, different. Way to and put I think it, but so different.
1: Yeah, I think that's what worked about Carla and Turk. Carla is so serious, and Turk's such a fucking goofball. But you put them together, and you get like a the perfect couple.
0: I want to just touch on uh, the scene when Johnny C berates me at eighteen eighteen um, in the conference room. I thought Johnny's performance there was really, really good, uh, and it's a really powerful scene. It's, it's it was an early moment in Scrubs where he's just laying it all out there. There's no score that's sort of forcing your mo- your 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 emotions. It was just like him just laying in to me. I thought that way. I thought he was really good there.
2: I thought yeah. he was great in it, and and I you know I watched it twice the episode, and I remember when I first when. What I do remember about the episode and having seen, when I saw it initially, it was like, he's just so hard on him, you know, but I'm a parent now. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and I know my husband who's like uh, a soccer, soccer is hard like that. And he's hard like that on my daughter. And I get it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, shit, I get it. You know, yeah. it's like you, a, a person who wants approval can be um, so satisfied with being liked and everybody being okay with, uh, you know, thinking that you're good or, or being uh, 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 approved uh, by everyone around you instead of knowing that the job that they're doing is a good job or you knowing that what you did was well done instead of people liking you or liking what you did, you yeah. know, and that's a really hard place to be when you have to look at yourself, you know what I'm saying? I'm watching, and watching, I was like, shit, that was so good. Which Johnny C is like, no one's harder on Johnny C than Johnny Z. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. He really brought it. I mean, I, I just, I thought, you know, it's a pretty big speech he had. And he just, I don't know. I got goosebumps when I was watching it.
2: But he's relentless like that.
0: There's a funny moment in 1949 when Elliot offers to give your friend Valium. I'm like, a doctor's allowed to do that? Like, your friend is upset because her son got stabbed. And Elliot's well, like, don't worry, we're going to set you up with a Valium and an IV drip. I was like, what? That's a thing?
1: That, I mean, it's if, if it's not, it should be. Because I would I just, need it if my kid got stabbed. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I just I would didn't lose know. My shit.
0: I didn't know uh, if you're. Uh, I just didn't know if doctors are allowed to like just start throwing around Valium for people that are upset.
2: Well, with the stuff that's out now, that's like nothing. So I'll give you two Xanax and an opiate.
0: <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> He's like, I'm worried. I'm worried about you. I'm gonna set you up in a room with a Valium and a drip. I was like, really? Go, Elliot. In an, in an inner
2: city hospital with people like pouring out the doors, but right. you know you got to work for you.
1: That's what's messed up. It's an inner city hospital that's so heavily that so heavily relies on insurance.
2: It was 20 years ago, Faison. I'm nice. just
1: saying, this shit is still prevalent. This shit is still real today, yo. I'm just keeping it 100.
0: At 1958, it may be the very first uh, occurrence of the sc- sad Scrubs cue. ba 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 That's the first time I heard it.
2: Oh,
1: okay. I For those of you you who don't know, this Scrubs queue will go on for a really long time until finally we started making fun of it
0: so much. Yeah, that JD starts commenting on the sad Scrubs.
1: Right, and it gets taken out of the show because of that.
0: I think what happened was. What the, season
1: the, does it get taken out?
0: Oh, I don't that know. I don't know. That I think I the composer, know. the composer made it like a handful of cues, and then these guys just use the same cues over and over again. There's <laughs> not that many other, you know, when we don't use music, there's not that many scrubs cues. It's like bow, bow. That was that would be like a sting when something funny happened. They just go bow. After something Robert
1: said, after Bash Mash said, yeah benign benign and a half
0: down that's the janitor benign benign and a half donald i thought that was Yeah, that's Rob. the episode where i have to look that's at the top. janitor's I've, I catch a look at the janitor's penis and I, and I notice that there's a mole on it and I, and, oh, I yeah. and then I have to inspect it and I go, it's benign. And he goes, benign, benign and a half.
1: I thought that was the time <laughs> that said that this whole time. That's hilarious. I Oh man. Like I said, I don't remember this show. I was on and I don't remember much about it.
0: Well, that's the show guys. That's the episode pretty much. Yeah. Judy, Will you will you come do this more? Because I think you're, we really like having you on. I, I hope I can speak for my co-host, Donald Faison. I would love it if you came back I again. would love anytime, to return. Anytime, yeah. anytime you want to. And, we will and, make that happen. And Judy, um, since you are one of my favorite uh, guests to ever be on our little podcast, uh, and also because you have a beautiful voice, I thought you could be the first one to ever count us in to our, our theme song that ends the show Donald uh, prefers to go five, six, seven, eight. 6, um, I I don't know how you feel you can count in any way you so choose
2: is five, six, seven, eight okay?
1: yeah Donald you, do do you want to weigh in on however, uh, however you want to
0: do it it's alright with me this is it
2: like yeah. five, six, seven, eight.
0: that's pretty sure. good that'll, yeah. that'll
1: work that could work
0: <laughs> yeah okay but let's do it for real now okay here we go yeah, that was pretty good okay but We're I want to just yeah Judy Reyes uh, we love you thank you for coming on the podcast count us in to our theme song
2: Six, seven, eight. Here's some
0: stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories that you all should know. So gather round to hear our, gather round to hear our, Scrubs We watch Show with Zach and I know. Mm-hmm. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners.